Welcome back to another episode of Bachelor Night in America presented by Water Cooler Sports. This is the number one Bachelor podcast in the universe, self-proclaimed. I'm your host, Catch. I'm alongside via satellite, my good friend, someone I'd always say the rose, give the rose to. It's Junior. Junior, how are you this evening? Boy, I'm I'm whiplashed from how fast things moved in the Bachelor world this episode. This I mean, was bloody Monday. We, we got rid of six people, I think. S- seven if you count Heather. Yeah. Which is wild. I mean, that was a big, a big whittle uh, to whittle down to hometowns in that amount of time. So it moved fast. It was, it was uh, like the Wild West. You didn't know who was safe and who wasn't. It seems like just yesterday we had, you know, Victoria and uh, oh my god, you know, and, and MJ, and, and now you know we're down to the final four. As you snap a snap of a finger, wink of an eye, here we are. You know, life comes at you fast. It really does. So obviously a crazy, uh, crazy episode just with all the eliminations and all the all the cuts. So let's get to the state of Matt uh, Junior. How do you think Matt's doing? Uh, I think he's I think he's doing well. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Heather a little bit more, but I think he obviously made the right move there. Uh, in terms of just sending her home, oh yeah, oh, you know, yeah. before the rose ceremony, mm-hmm. um, he seems to be having the, you know good tough conversations. Um, I'm, I appreciate that if he doesn't see it with somebody, he's being honest with them, uh, even though usually they have to bring it up. But then he's mm-hmm. like, like I'm, I'm thinking of Abigail, right? Yeah, yep. um, And then I think of Kit as well. So I, I think he's playing a good game. He's keeping the people he wants around um, and and sending them home. So. Yeah, I, I think he's doing a great job, and I, and I'm I'm gonna be a little over uh, over excited for how Matt well Matt is doing sure. at this point because I've been seeing some hate for Matt on the Twitter sphere about how he's not being a good bachelor and things, and like what like what's he doing wrong? He's got right. you know you look at his final four, and he has three really good girls, and if you want to look at if you if you want to look at Rachel's you know off the field performance and off the field sure. issues, you know. Sure, okay, but he doesn't know that in, on the show. Right, exactly. And on exactly. the show, she seems like a great person. So, like, yes. he, he, like, he has, like, yeah, I loved Abigail. I loved her. I thought she was great. But, like, I also like Michelle. I also like Serena P. You know, same, I, I also like same, Bree. It's same like with me and Piper. It was like, I loved Piper, but, like, it wasn't in the car. And I can't be mad. I can't be right. like, one of these other people shouldn't be. Like, it was just a tough, right. tough crowd, tough year, tough competition. Yeah. If you're, he had a good, I mean, you know, he had some really not good girls, but he also had some, we're seeing some very good girls. And if you're going to be mad at him for taking Rachel this deep, I mean, you got to remember, he he doesn't Doesn't know know. any of this stuff going on. And if he actually really likes her, then what's like, you know. Right, there's nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. It's, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, by all accounts, I think he's having a good season. He's picked, you know, four pretty good girls. um, And here we are, you know, so I, I, I can't. I can't fault them. All right. Yeah. Um, so we had a short – I just had to get that off my chest. I was fired up because I saw some people, and I'm like, he hasn't been bad. Like, he's been right. a good bachelor. It's not, it's not like he's brought someone that shouldn't be there. Right. Who, who, whose game tape shows they shouldn't be there. Right, right. It, who, exactly. Whose ga- in-game performance shows they should be gone. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. All right. Um, so let's get to, uh, chronologically here, we're going to do a quick cocktail move because we did have the cocktail party or the second half of the cocktail party, however you want to look at it. Um, we are going to talk about Heather a little bit later on, so we won't really harp too much on that. Um, but Junior, just initial thoughts on the cocktail party and then give me your cocktail move up. Yeah. I mean, I I think the big thing here is the, the, the kind of attack on Heather. Yes. Um, I get it. There was a lot of hate of everybody on Twitter. As I said, both sides are wrong, right? Like, 
you can't come in, you know, week eight and expect to stick around right. and expect the women to not be upset at you. Uh, but on the other side, yeah, like she's probably brought in by producers to right. cause drama. So like, right. you can't take it with a grain of salt. Um, you can't be like, you know, calling people a bitch left and right, uh, and just like bullying someone to tears. So both sides are wrong. Um, I wanted to get that off my chest cause that was a lot of like, I saw both sides of like, how, like, how can you mad at these girls for being upset? And then also how can you possibly bully Heather? And it's like, well, both sides were kind of shitty to each right. other. So right. whatever. Um, but getting to my cocktail move up, um, I am going to give it to Piper, um, because she was who was interrupted. True. And I think, um, being able to go back in the room afterwards and, and be like, Hey, what the hell was that? Like you interrupted our time kind of like makes Matt apologize and be like, I'm sorry for that. My bad. Like he wants to now do extra good by Piper because he kind of did her wrong. So I think she went up. Uh, in the cocktail party. Yeah, and she got a personal apology from Matt. Right. Now, the one thing I will say about Piper, and I, I'm going to kind of blame this on production, the way she was freaking out, it's like, Piper, you already have Rose, you know? Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. apparently they were saying that she was, you know, had um, having a very heavy conversation, but that really wasn't portrayed at all in the show. Right. So, like, it, it just looked like they were talking, and then Heather came in, and he started laughing, and she flipped out. And I was like, Heather, like, Piper, like... You gotta yeah. like you're fine. It's not like yeah. you're one of these girls that is legitimately scratching and clawing for time. Like, so, yeah, but no, you're right. She did get the personalized apology, and you know, and that was good. All right, um, my cocktail moved down. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Jasenia. Um, she had a weak bitch moment this week. Um, she was kind of like the ringleader of the girls attacking Heather. Now, again, like you said, I, I get it from there. I mean, especially the girls that have been there since night one have been jerked around twice at this point, you know? Right. So I get the frustration on that. But, um, you know, it's, it's just kind of a tough look the way she was preaching, like, togetherness and, you know, supporting women. And then the very next week she was kind of triggered and, and, and flipped off. To, not flipped. You know what I mean? Like, she flipped yes. the handle a little bit against uh, against Heather, who, my to say my piece on it, I agree with what you're saying, Junior. Um, you, pr- production should not have okayed that. Like right. that. Like that. Like I'm. I'm all for chaos, but like, it's the week before hometowns. Like, what are right. you doing? You and, know, and you're, you're, you're throwing for the wolves. Like, you know what you're doing. Right. Right. It's it's not fair to Heather, and it's not fair to the girls. And it's they, not the right person. Like, if you want to do that to somebody who has like built up a re- reputation of kind of being almost a villain, like if they brought back somebody... Like Corinne. That, if they brought back like Corinne, Corinne, like that yes, would have been right? a good one. Because yeah. she, could, she could, not that Heather can't take it, but like she's just kind of like a nice, like, hey, how you guys doing? Like if it was Corinne coming in and be like, hey, bitches, I'm here. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, now this is going to be like... Heather's known for being like a very nice, sweet person. Yes, like, it's exactly. just Yeah, so it's it's... It was tough. I, yeah, I don't think either side was wrong. I think the producers were wrong. That was just right. not the right move. So um, I also had Jasenia down because I write down both because I never remember which one we, I'm supposed to do. But um, because when Matt came in and he was like, "I sent Heather home. I see my a future with every single woman that's sitting on this couch." And Jasenia was the only one sitting on a chair next to the couch. I was like, "Tough look for Jasenia to not really, be on the couch." That's funny. That's really funny. All right, I didn't catch that. That's pretty good there. I think I remember him saying that. And I was thinking to myself, oh, I wonder who's not sitting on the couch. But I didn't do my, I didn't do my research. Yeah, good work yeah. there, Junior. All right, let's get to the date grades. Uh, we had two one on ones and a group date. Um, let's start with the one on ones. We'll start with Serena P's, uh, the tantric yoga. This got, this got weird. This got weird fast. This got weird yeah. fast. Uh, uh, we always talk about the, you know, they always do a tantric something date. It's usually yoga. <laughs> It was the crystals with uh, Blake last season. Yeah, yep. had a huge boner. Uh, 
Yeah, it's always just a weird date because you never know like the comfort level of them involved, uh, the two people involved. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Serena P was not comfortable with it. I don't think I'd be comfortable with it. Uh, not with someone I like just met. Hell, I don't right. know if I'd – like my fiance who I've been with for seven years, if I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is like yeah, fun. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, this, I don't want this person watching me do tantric yoga. So I'm always weird on these dates. I don't really like them. Yeah, no, I, I'm with Serena. I mean, this this actually for me solidified Serena P as like my girl. Like the way she was like, no shot, I'm not doing this. I, I don't like this. Like I, I'm going to go through the motions. Um, and then even the way Matt was like, yeah, wasn't that like great and magical? And she was like, no, it fucking sucked. I don't want it. Like that was terrible. Like, I loved it. I loved it. Matt Flipton was like, yeah, I didn't like it either. I was yeah. like, what? Come on, man. Yeah. Pick a side. Right, yeah. But uh, no, I, I think it, the, the date sucked. Um, now, going into the date, because I think it's pretty pretty clear to say, you know, we had our four carved out going into it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of said Abigail and Serena P were like the next two out looking in. Yep. Um, I guess I didn't realize how – I, mean, I didn't either. Serena P has a great ARP. Um it falls off after her. Um, you know, she got 4.28, but a lot of that comes from the first couple of weeks. You know, yeah. a- a- since then, she's been a top five rows each time. I mean, I guess, you know, this was kind of metric-wise really not that bad of a, of a pick or not. Or, you know, she she really earned it. Yeah, I mean, you could see it going either way. Once she started, like, not being mm-hmm. into the date, she kind of, like, pulled away from a kiss on the date. So yeah. you didn't know if, like, she was going to walk. Yeah. If Matt was going to be like, oh, I wanted you to, like – enjoy the date even if you weren't enjoying the date kind of thing but it she pulled it out and it, i think it just shows they have a, a pretty strong connection which i i guess i just didn't realize like i thought she was cooked on that right date. a lot a lot of guys on, on, and girls on either side of that that may have been enough for them to be like yeah this isn't going to work but right. both of them were able to work through it which yeah like you said shows shows a connection there so yeah um uh, pretty good all right so uh unless you have something else let's grade this date i, I just gave it a c i don't i just never really like these dates I mean, I, I, yeah, I gave it a, I gave it a D. Oh, nice. Okay. Good. I mean, like, come on, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, that's a tough one. I'm not yeah. limber. I, I will say junior, I will say, I'm going to admit it right here. Live on air. I've been doing yoga lately. Oh, have you now? You, I've been are doing you yoga. Pliable? Are you very I've, pliable now? I, I'm not, you know, we're, we're former great athletes and, uh, I want to get my flexibility back a little yeah. bit. So I'm doing it more for the stretching, but you know, it works your core a little bit too, but I, I mean, I tell you, I mean, they they I get stretched out. It it feels good. It does feel good. I, Not I tantric, do, but I used to do a, a touch of yoga, mm-hmm. and I was always surprised by how much I sweat during yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it's, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it sneaks up on you. It does. It's little half hour things, but like you oh, know, yeah. it's 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 good. And it just I I like being able to almost touch my toes now. It's great. Yeah, it, it's a it's a good feeling. Once you get over thirty, and you're like, holy shit, look, I can touch my toes. It's, it's a like, nice feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Superman. So, but tantric yoga is a different story. All right. Yeah. Let's get to the second one-on-one. Um, Jesenia. Uh, I mean, I, th- I, Jesenia was cooked. Yeah. Yeah. There was, yeah. Then there's no two ways about it. She was not making it, uh, you know. I almost think, and I, I, I guess they, they couldn't have, right? Because she was in the room when they announced the group date. But it's almost like she must have maybe thought that, like, like they caught it so that her date was last because it's. I, I mean, as soon as, as soon as Serena P gets the rose, like right, you know, just is out. Yeah, yeah. It was like they they were fighting. People they were fighting for one spot basically, and right, it was right. Filled. Right. I mean, it, it was that was crazy to me. Um, almost to the point where I thought like Matt should just meet her and be like, listen, we can do this if you want, but like, I, 
you're not, not gonna. It's not gonna be the Rose. Like yep. if you want to drift the cars a little bit, that's cool. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The, the car drifting was cool. Tony Angelo, professional yep. drifter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a funny title. It sounds yes. like he's a professional, like homeless person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. But I, I mean, I thought it was a, a cool, interesting date. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, yeah, driving around in the car and just running into stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I thought it was pretty good. Um, pumping, sure. I, yeah, it was. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a car guy, so like I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of car that was. It looked expensive. Right. Uh, so I guess that might be part of the appeal. I think if you're doing that in like a junker, nobody cares. Uh, but the right. fact that it's a nice car is is the intriguing part. So yeah, I guess yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. All right. I mean, I don't really have anything here, but um, yeah. yeah just any drop. Just any drop the L word on oh. the date, uh, and you knew. You kind of knew by his reaction that it was like okay. I, I think I remember that. that was a hail mary. I think on her on her end, um, she had to do something. You know, yeah. she had to do something. Yeah. Mix it up. Uh, and and timing wise, I think you knew that because we were running out of time in the episode. Yes, you know, so yep. you knew that it was either going to be a quick date, good or bad, and it was probably not going to be good. So right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, uh, what'd you grade it? I, I gave it a B, uh, just a flat B. Uh, it, it was interesting. It seemed like it would be fun to do um, a nice little something different. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. I, I gave it a C plus. Um, my thought here is that this is something that I'd be like, okay, that's cool. And I tried a few times. I wouldn't be able to get it. And I would just be like, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I would get bored with that really quick. I think I'd just like it more if the guy was doing it and I was in the passenger seat. Like if right. Tony Angelo right. was just drifting <laughs> and I was like, this is fun. This is like a roller coaster ride. Like I don't make me do it. I, I'm not a professional drifter. Or even if like you could, I could just hit the gas and drive directly at something and just yeah, like yeah. just drive through it. Like that would be cool, you know, yeah. but yeah. I set up the hay bales for me to just drive through. Right. I don't need right. to be drifting. Yeah. yeah. Um, sense. all right. I guess out of these two, which one would you rather go on? I mean, I got to go with the car. Yeah. I, I wrote down car race thing as the description of the date. So I'd rather go on that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's clear. You gotta, you gotta go with the drifting here. I mean, yeah. we're all on Serena P's side here. Tantric yoga is just, come on. It's out. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the group date now. This was just basically they just kind of met out at the lodge, right? It wasn't really yeah, anything. I, I wrote literally hanging out as yeah. the description. They were just – it was just the night portion. Yeah, there was no day portion. You're right. Yeah, yeah that's kind of – that's the vibe it had. Um, I mean it was fine. I didn't I didn't think it was good. I, I mean I, the, the little wrinkle in there of whoever got the group date rose got to go listen to Aloe Black afterwards. That's kind of right. neat. But, yeah, um, that's nice. I wonder if maybe he, he says that ahead of time, girl, more girls bring uh, bring the heat. Right, yeah. You they know. they don't they don't know what's a t- yeah. Ro- getting a rose is one thing, but seeing Allo Black perform is like, holy shit, I need to <laughs> actually do something. Right. Um some big things that come out of this. Uh obviously Abigail. Yeah. Um, that's the big story there. She kind of mutually walks. Um you know, she she approached him I think the correct way and it, I honestly think like it sucks to say, but his response is understandable. Like it just yeah. it just sucks, and I and every like I said, everybody loves Abigail, but like she just got lost in the fold. Like it's just I know, and I hate to say, like when people put up the things like you know who deserved better, and it's a picture of Abigail. And it's like she, he just didn't have as deep a connection as right. the other women. Like right, he didn't do her dirty. Like right, it, it it does suck the circumstances. Like she got too hot too quick, and yeah. like so he left that. She peaked story. early. She peaked early. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, it happens. You gotta get hot at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's it is tough, and and I I can see you know when he said like I got too 
how did he phrase it? like I got too comfortable with where we were at and you, I kind of forgot about it. like yeah. did he say something like when he said like, like kind of forgot like that's that was kind of tough yeah and I get that but like yeah I mean it's just when push comes to shove like he just had a stronger connection with other girls who based on their on field performance have been exactly. have really brought the heat this season like they've right. done really well it's tough to argue where he's at so uh, sucks for Abigail but um, you know she'll find someone I'm sure. Um, all right. Anything else before we do MVP, LVP? No, I don't think so. Yeah, because we'll talk about a couple other things that came out during this group day uh, in our next segment. But, um, all right. So, Junior, who's your MVP? Uh, I gave it to Bree. Yeah. Um, just again, it's been, uh, she got the group day rose. Uh, it was, she had been quiet for a little while and we were kind of unsure where she was at. So, it was a nice, like, reassurance. Here you go. No, Bree did not get the group date rose. Who did? Rachel got the group date rose. Oh shit! I yeah. guess I'm wrong. Why not? I I wrote down Bree. I assumed that she had the rose. Bree Bree had a really strong performance, but she did not get the group date rose. Uh, well, anyways, I wrote down Bree, and uh, yep, she did well. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I don't remember why, but she did well. No, well, what you were saying, I agree with, because I was between Rachel and Bree. I assumed yeah. you were going to take Rachel because Rachel got the rose, but you took Bree. And I think it's because Bree did have a really strong performance. And like you said, she was kind of getting – she had quieter weeks. So she needed right. something to come out big. And, um, you know, Matt gave her some uh, – you know, he gave her a little bit there that it was she was able to nod and, and feel oh, like – nice. Yeah, it's nice. Little, like, like she was going to yeah. be safe. Um, I, I had both of them written down. I'll, I'll give mine to Rachel. This okay. is probably the most important rose to date um, because of the fact that obviously you're on a one-on-one – it's you versus nobody. You're on a group day. It's you versus everybody, and this one clinches you hometown. So, well, and this one is against pretty much every heavy hitter, right? 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 I mean, exactly. Yeah, because right, because Jacenia was on a one on one, and yes, right. I mean you have Bree and Michelle there with you. Yeah, and I mean you could say Abigail. I mean Kit, I think had a much stronger connection than we imagined too. We, like, yeah, that was so big, big, uh, big rose there for for Rachel. Um, all right, LVP. I guess Abigail, um, yeah. just because, I mean, it, through no fault of her own, but hearing the, you know, you did too good too early thing, it just it has just got to be a tough thing to hear right. and be like, well, shit, I guess I guess I should have, uh, like, metered out my, right. my performance here so right. I could get here longer. I don't know. Yeah, um, no, I just thought it was tough for her. Yeah, Abigail obviously is a, you know, she's a pick. I'm going to give mine to Kit. Um, okay. She was in that date thinking she – kind of knocked it out of the park. And then as soon as she didn't get the rose, it like set in like, Oh shit. Like I, I am on a different tier and yep. she ends up walking anyway. So, um, I, that's why I gave her the LVP. I think you can make an argument for Piper too. I mean, what did Piper lose it at the, at the group? Team? Right. We don't yeah, know. That was, that was it. That was probably yeah. her last chance to get a rose. Yeah. That was all tough. decided by the ceremony. Yeah. yeah. So tough stuff there. Um, all right, let's get to, uh, the word game now. Um, a lot of fun. We're going to say a, a statement. First time, first time this season. We've yeah. Done We're going to say a statement and fill in the blank. So, Junior, the first one. Heather being sent home before the rose ceremony was blank. Right. It was right. It was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was right by the women, and it was right by Heather. She didn't, she didn't deserve to have to come into that. And, like, honestly, it was one of those things, like, I don't want to say, like, I know what's right for you better than you do kind of thing. But, like. Her, if she went to the rose ceremony and A, didn't get a rose, that would suck. And B, went, went to the rose ceremony and did get a rose, then you're subjecting her to just like weeks yeah. of, you know, however many, you know, she's getting a hometown. Well, not yet, but 
she's she's up for hometowns the next week, right. basically, and that's that's just not good for her in the group of women. Yeah, I, Junior, my word was correct. Um, wow, look at that. Yeah, I, I, for all the reasons you said, and for the other, as I mentioned at the at the top of the show here, Matt made the correct decision. Like that was the right thing to do. You know, production was probably hoping he was going to be like, I really want to do this. But he did the right thing by saying, this is not fair to me, you, or the other girls. Like, I'm sorry, but maybe in a different, you know, scenario. Right. So. um, If if things don't work out with whoever he picks, maybe he goes back to Heather and says, hey, you know, now it's normal. We can do this. Right. It was the correct move. Yes. Yes. All right. The next one. Brie quitting her job to remain on the show was blank. You know, I went back and forth on this one. I'm going to go with worrisome because it's a little bit like she was a an attorney, I think. No, she's a communications manager. Okay, so okay, so yes. still worrisome. I mean, you got to in, in this economy, you have a steady paycheck coming in every week, and you decide, eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a day and just stay on here for love, um, which is which is beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, I mean, that is true because either way, you'll need a job. Like, even, right, you're going to need you a win, job one way or the other. Right. You'd like a dual-income household, right? So, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I said it, it was committed. It showed that yeah. she was very committed. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's tough. Like, I mean, if they, it's kind of shitty. I mean, I get why her job, I guess, would do that, but it's still a <laughs> shitty thing to be like, oh, hey, I know we let you go on the show, but now uh, either come back midway or you're done. Um and she's committed to Matt, so you know maybe it'll pay off in the end, and True. maybe it won't. Who knows? Really, a savvy move by her her employer to yeah. be like trying to cut costs during like COVID stuff. They're like, yeah. you know what? This is what we'll do. We'll just tell her she has to come back, or we'll fire yeah. her. But and... like, we know Bree; she's going to make it really far in the show. And when <laughs> right. she does, we right. can give her the ultimatum. Right. I, I now I about this real quick. Did she say they called her while she was there? Or do do you think she just like, do you think she just told him like, I'm going to be gone for a week or two and then just didn't go back? (laughs) Well, they had to somehow contact her to be like, Hey, or, or, or yeah. Or maybe she just, by not going back, she quit her job. But I thought she said someone did reach out. So maybe they like called ABC and they got in touch with her. Yeah. Could you imagine like an interview? Like, Hey Bria, we just got off the phone with your company and like you're fired. You're fired. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. No, this, it reminded me of, because um, this, this is a shout out for, for tales, um, in survivor. I know I talk about survivor a lot, you do. but the, uh, coach, if, if you, if you watch survivor, you know who coach is. Um, he told, he was a soccer coach for like some girls soccer college in, I don't know, California, whatever. And he told them like, Oh, I'm going to be, I've got to take a two week vacation. And then he just went on survivor and like, I think even if you get voted off like night one, you have to stay through production. Like you can't go back. Really? So yeah. So like, and he ended up going like pretty far. Like he was on the jury. So he had, he went the whole season and they're like, dude, like wh- where'd you go? Like, what are you, <laughs> what they, are you doing? Oh yeah. He got fired because like he just lied. Wow. To him. So I was wondering if we had like a coach situation here, but that'd have been great if he won because he went a million dollars, right? Yeah. You still win a million dollars? Okay. Yeah. If you won a million dollars and just went like shoved it in their face, I was like, I don't need your yeah. – even though like you can't really retire off a million dollars. Right, so. right. It could be like Richard Hatch and just not pay the taxes on it. Uh, yeah. Okay, third one. <laughs> Kit making it sound like she, wanting to have kids at 25 to 26 years old that's so old was blank. It was laughable. The way she was talking, I thought she was going to throw out like 35, 36. Like getting up to the point where it's like, oh, like uh, – 
it's getting to a point where my biological clock is ticking. Nope, she chose 25 to 26. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I forgot that you're like 21. And that yeah. that to you, 25 to 26 is like 15 years away right, for you. you right. You're like, it's never going to get here. Yeah, uh, my word was just immature. Like that right there was just should have been the red flag for Matt. Be like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Like this uh-huh. is, let, I, let me, Kit, Kit, if you're listening to this right now, you, I have friends who have had kids at 25, 26. You don't want to have kids when you're 25, 26 <laughs> years old. Like you don't want to do that. So, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm 31. I, kids are not even on the radar, not even <laughs> on the radar. So Kit, maybe when yeah. I'm, 35 36 you know <laughs> and also like that she was like in that same statement was like oh i want to go like travel like basically on your dime right and then right. come back and buy, like yikes this is right. not a she's good she's basically i want to just go out with my friends and travel and do whatever i want and then come back in three or four years and have kids yeah yep that was yeah it. matt jane's like sure sign me up yeah wild wild uh and the last one it was blank to see aloe black as a performer on a date Relieving, you know. I haven't heard from Aloe Black in a while. Hoping he was okay, you know. Assuming maybe he's got some financial issues if he's going on ABC The Bachelor. Uh, but no, it was good to see him. I, I, I'm the man. Great song. Uh, great, great song. song. Um, uh, Wake me up, right? With that yeah, song. Fun, yeah. That's a good. I can't name any more, but like those are two great jams. So yeah, yeah. He's one of those uh, performers where like if you're like oh. Like, do I know Aloe Black songs? And then you just start naming them. Like, people name them to you. You're like, oh, that's Aloe Black? Holy okay. shit. Yeah, I know okay. that. Yeah. Um, I said refreshing. Yeah. It's nice to see someone that um, I knew. Yeah. Uh, their name. Yeah. Um, I like to see that. And again, good to see that, that he's still around and still performing. Oh, yeah. Still kicking it. All right. Uh, Junior, I actually have a bonus word game Love for you. And this is going to get us to our next segment, the Big Sky Minute. Mary Lee killing Rick was blank. Unsatisfying. Ooh. I didn't. I wanted Rick to die, but not by. I mean, I guess she she deserves it the most. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't like the like the connection that was somehow made of like he's remembering. I thought it was very loose. I wanted there to be a more concrete like you son of a bitch, and then for him to be like like to be cognizant that that's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he still was like in a gray area. I don't know. I, I said vindicating more for Mary Lee. You know, I yeah. think it was a good feeling for her. But yeah, let's let's just get right into it. What a yeah. fucking episode this was. Holy shit. Did you know that it was like the mid season finale or whatever? No. I had no I idea. I had no idea. No I idea. had no idea. Yeah. Now having it end the way it did, I'm not sure I'm a fan of it, but I also understand that like they were stretching that pretty thin. Yeah. Yeah, there. I mean, you can only go so far with the with the Rick. I mean, like, I thought, where well, are we gonna go to court? Are we gonna right. see him like on the stand? Right. And like, then he finally gets into like a psychiatric facility, and we gotta go through this whole thing. Like, they were. I mean, he shouldn't have survived the gunshot in the first place. Right. I guess that's what's unsatisfying. Right. It should have been Cassie that killed him. Cassie shot him in the head. He should die by Cassie's hand. Right. Well, it, it's kind of a how I met your mother moment. You know, I think yes. you know, it's just like they they probably shouldn't have had him get shot in the head to begin with. Right. Um, they, they twisted themselves up too much. Um, yeah. but, and I thought, okay, I did the same thing. Like, all right, we're going to, are we going to go through Rick's legal proceedings? And in the meantime, is Ronald just going to find more people to kill and kidnap? Like, are we just going right. to keep doing this for, for another this song and months? dance? Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree in the sense that like, I, I wanted a clearer, you're right. A clearer showing that he remembered. 
You know, that, yeah, because that was a little like I'm assuming it was when he said, uh, "Is that your menopause?" And that's Menop- what she yeah, knew because he, he must have said that in a previous thing. I assume to her, I think he did. Well, it's so a pretty passive aggressive statement, and I right. think that you know. Yeah, I, I was hoping for, and this is going to be like a, a reference that probably not a lot of people will get, uh, but in The Dark Knight Rises, when uh, Catwoman breaks in to steal Bruce Wayne's pearls, and she's okay. pretending to be like the timid maid, Yeah, and he he comes in and he's like, oh, like the safe is open, and the manufacturer assured me it was unbreakable, and she turns from like sweet, innocent person to like, oh, like no one told me it was unbreakable, and she like, like the face she makes is like, oh shit, she's like a villain. That's yeah. what I wanted from Rick, like a like a change in his face to like a like a smile of like yeah, like go fuck yourself. Yeah, like and when, then they get killed. Right, like when like if Mary Lee was like, remember she was listening, like you shot the fisherman and you killed a cop or whatever. Like if he had said like, you mean when I shot Ryan Phillippe in the face and buried his truck, like and yeah. that like so like oh he fucking knows now, right? Yeah, or or if, or if he said like he like just like smirked and was like, well, what are you gonna do about it or something, right? right? And then right. she pulled out the hammer. That right. would have been awesome, right? Um, but backing up in the episode, let's talk about Ronald a little bit. Um, Ronald putting, all right. So did you think he was going to, you knew it wasn't the kid in the house, right? When, when, uh, Jenny was in there trying to save him when the house was going to blow up. Yeah. Because, because it was too dark. Like it was dark. You couldn't see his face. Like you had to know. It was something – I just thought it was going to be like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was going to be like a pumpkin head or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. um – Yeah. That was tough. And then I initially thought when they showed him driving down the road that it, Ronald was dead in the car. And, like, I – but it was oh, the priest. I was – because I just bro. saw it quick, and I was like, holy shit. Like, did that the kid kill Ronald? <laughs> like, yeah. That been awesome. They pulled him over, and he's, just like, sitting there with a knife. Yeah, yeah. The kid. Um, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. The the Tesla – I mean, they, they – the entire episode hung on a Tesla yep. in terms of like its speed and can you take it over? It's on autopilot. Because I was wondering why the fuck did they make a priest in the middle of Montana drive a Tesla? Right. <laughs> what a weird vehicle for a, a priest in rural Montana to have. There's going to be another it, another like branch off of the story that the priest is actually like laundering money or something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's the next season. Right, right. Um. But yeah, so now we have a whole new storyline, but it sounds like they're still going to be looking for Ronald. Yeah, it's like the undertones of Ronald seep okay. throughout, uh, coming back in April. See, my, my thing too is like thinking back to the first episode of this like little session of episodes, shouldn't the sex slavery people have shown up and then like they, that could have been a whole they, other like exactly thing, that's right? what i thought yeah they're gonna like uncover this whole ring right through like montana and all right. that shit. And I think they're just like leaving it alone like oh good we got this one like guy. okay we saved these three girls but what about like the thousands of other ones <laughs> yeah. that are being sold into it so like yeah, yeah i don't know maybe that's what this next part's about i don't know yeah um, it looks like the fbi or somebody comes in to help them out yeah yeah, we're gonna with, get some at guys. least with Ronald. We're so. gonna get some dudes. We're gonna get some dudes. Yeah, how the hell? I don't know how Ronald keeps getting away. He he's much smarter okay. than, than they first put him out to be. Fucking Cassie. Can we talk about Cassie going to his house, knocking on the door, and be like, "Have you seen this guy? The goddamn paper kid from a hundred yards away was like, 
that's him. That's and Cassie's him. looking him in the eye from, you know, three feet away. She's like, huh, just that guy, huh? What's there something about yeah, him? It didn't sit right with me. Yeah, catch. He had a hat on. He had a hat pulled over his eyes. Everyone knows you can't tell who they are. They put a black hat on over their eyes. I'm sitting there. She's going to the flashback of coming out of, like, the rug store or whatever. Yes. And I'm like, Cassie, you don't need this flashback. Like, his, <laughs> yeah, his, his face is on the paper. That doesn't tell you who it is at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, fucking Cassie. All right, well, we'll see where this show takes us now. Um, Rick will be missed. He will be missed, yeah. Be missed. Two, right. two of the biggest big-name actors that they had on the show are now gone from the show. <laughs> right. Ryan Phillippe and John Carroll Lynch are both off the show. Well, don't, you know, don't sell Jenny Hoyt short, even though I don't know her real That's name. True. She's she's like the main girl in Vikings, so. Yes, you know. and she wasn't something else that I looked up. Yeah. I can't remember now. Exactly. And the secretary is like Michelle Pfeiffer's sister. Oh, so there you go. You had some yeah. big name Dee Dee. people there. Dee, yeah. Dee Pfeiffer. Yeah. Perfect. All right. All right. Let's get to uh, top two, bottom one. Yeah. Um, ours first, I assume. Yes. All right. My number two, again, it's solely based on show performance, is Rachel. I Disgusting. Yes. Well, I'm based on show performance. I chose Rachel. And a one I had Brie. I really like Brie. Okay. Uh, wow. This is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My two is Michelle, and my one is Serena P. Wow, your one is Serena P. Yeah, I think she was my one last week, too. I like Serena yeah. P a lot. I like her a lot. Um, okay. And Michelle, I think, is you know showing the uh, uh, personality there after the rose ceremony. You know, like, oh, I'm going to do some push-ups real quick. Like, I thought that was yeah. funny. I think I she, like seems, she seems like a funny person. I like person. Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, bottom one. And my bottom one is Serena P. Jeez, um, fuck you. I, I mean, I don't not like her. She's fine. I just feel like I don't know her as well as the other the other one. It's because she's Canadian, so, isn't it? I, I think because her, her date I zoned out on. Her one-on-one <laughs> I zoned out on. Uh, and so I, like, didn't. You know one of the best guests that this show has ever had is Canadian? Who? Caitlin. One of the best guests. Oh, this uh, this show. This show. I, I didn't know. I mean, I forgot she was Canadian. It's not a Canadian bias. I don't know. I, I just like the other know. three more. So I don't know. You didn't like uh, who, who was that other Canadian girl last year? The blonde. Uh, you didn't like uh, her. Oh, McKenna. Yeah, was, McKenna. Yeah. Well, McKenna. who did? Come on. Nah, I'm just saying. You know, back to back seasons where you didn't like a Canadian. It's tough. Well, who's your one? My one is Serena P. No, I mean your bottom oh. one. Oh, Rachel. Rachel. Pandering. It is pandering. I took the easy way out. I don't want to deal with it. I did. Um, I based on her on. I mean, they're. Like I said all four girls are good. I think based yeah. on their on show. Again, I based on on show performance. On, well, an on show performance. I would say that probably Rachel is my last one. I, it would either be Rachel or Brie because I just I like you. How you say you don't know enough about Serena P. I yeah. I feel like I don't know enough about Brie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Matt's personal top two. I think, actually, it's the same as mine. I think it's two is Rachel and one is Brie. Okay. Um, I think still keeping Brie around. I mean, the fact that she got a rose after very little engagement, I think, speaks volumes to their relationship. So. I, I just have them flipped. I have Rachel one yeah. and then Brie two. Okay. Because I do think that Rachel wins. I really do. Yeah. That um, would make sense. Based on off-field performances. I yeah. Think Rachel wins. All right. Bottom one for Mac. Tough. Uh, it's tough. This, is, it, this one is tough. I'll probably put Michelle down there, mm-hmm. but it could be either one of them. Um, and again, I, I, I think it's very close. I think it's you know splitting hairs, but I, I'll put Michelle down there um, just because she was 
you know, the last one picked up at the rose ceremony. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he had the one-on-one with Serena P. So I put Michelle down there. I put Michelle down there, but I, I honestly think that it could be Michelle, Serena P or Brie. I really do. Um, wow. So it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. This yeah. is uh we're getting down to the nitty gritty. This is, this is, this is as be, tight of a final four as I've seen in a while. Yeah. I'll be very interested to see how hometowns go. Yeah. All right, let's get to uh, America's favorite segment. Let's go to quotes. Um, Heather, when she was talking to Matt, said that uh, I booked a red eye on my own. I like that she was very confident that she did it all by herself. Yeah. Um, I liked when somebody just asked Heather what her name was. What's your name? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. That was funny. Um, Piper... Very much, I think it was Piper, very much under her breath, just said, please leave. It was like a whisper. <laughs> right. She like, was like, please leave. Right. Uh, Serena C., who I, you know I'm not a fan of, but this was a just savage, savage quote when Heather started crying. And she said, okay, just talk about it in interview because I don't want to hear your tears. I don't want to hear your tears. It was a diabolical <laughs> thing to say. Yikes. Um, Kit said to Heather, bitch, what are you doing? Bitch, what are you that doing? That was aggressive, but yeah. very I think it was uh I think it was Piper said you're just bachelor hopping. Yes, yep. <laughs> um Harrison when he was talking to Matt about like oh you made a tough decision. Uh he was like you know this was someone who had been referred by someone you trust. And I like that he said referred like it was like a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh I think this was Jesenia. She said like when she's like, "Oh, I was on Colton season," and she goes, "Oh, you missed that one, so you're trying this one." Yes. Like, that was mean too. And, and she walked on Colton season. Yes, yeah. I remind right. the listeners, she yeah. walked. Uh, my last one was just the kit quote we already said. Uh, I wouldn't want to have kids until twenty five, twenty six. So I, so I'm a long term investment, is what she said. <laughs> By the way, that's four years. Right. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple more. This one is still from the uh, beginning of the episode. Rachel says, how would he be ready to propose to her in a matter of weeks? And I'm like, Rachel, that's the show. Like, that's the show. <laughs> that's the show. Did you not see Claire? Um, yeah. Uh, Matt, during the tantric date, and he said, I felt naked. <laughs> yep. And I think that was it. Okay, I was going to end. <laughs> I felt naked. <laughs> I felt naked. Okay. All right. So uh, let's get to the survivor pool. I am out. I, I, went, I got risky. I took took abigail and uh she yeah that was rough she left so and it it was decided i i won you won Uh i won yes plain and simple i won with uh that's why the last rose was so tough i i personally wanted piper but michelle would win me the and if and if it wasn't then there would be no winner two-time winner now yeah two-time winner yeah repeat can't wait to get my shirt look at that yeah so that was fun so um you can pick somebody who you think is going to make it. I'll pick the reverse if you want. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to have to pick. I'm going to play this as if I'm going to keep going here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick Bree. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, Junior, I'm going to get risky, and I'm going to say Bree is going to go home. Okay. Yeah. Well, I see. I only have Bree or Rachel left. Um, right. And I think Rachel makes it further, so right. I am going to pick Bree. Yeah, I think Bree goes home this this week. Okay, that'll be interesting. I have it written down too. I'm not just saying that. Just saying no, that. I, I I believe you. I believe All you. right, all right. Let's finish uh, up this episode as we finish every episode with a bold prediction. Um, this is a I I always want to do this one and I always forget. Um, I think it would be really funny 
if one of the hometowns is Matt's hometown and it's actually like his next door neighbor and he just never realized it. That would be like, funny. He like drives in. He's like, oh shit, that's my house. Funny. That, that would be funny. I like yeah. that. Um, mine is in the preview. They show Bree holding a baby and it's just Bree's baby. <laughs> like She's, she just didn't, n- yeah. neglected to tell Matt. Yeah. That's it, and and that's why he's like, you know what? I'm not. We're good. We're good. Well, I could yeah, I, I could have had four or five years if I kept uh, <laughs> if I kept kid around. Now long term investment. Yeah. But all right, I guess that'll wrap up this episode of Bachelor Night in America, presented by Water Cooler Sports. Um, Junior, any final words? Oh, hometowns are always a good episode. So sure pay attention to families. Pay attention to houses if they do houses. I, don't know I, if they're I, think, they're I think they're bringing them in. I think they're bringing them in. in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll pay attention to families and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, see, we're, it's, families are always good to meet. Yeah, I, I got a little preemptive for you. I, I'm not gonna like Rachel's one-on-one date. Oh, you know what it is? It, they show them skydiving. Oh boy, that's, that's okay. I, yeah, I remember seeing a skydive yeah. date. Yep. Yep. And, and, and we'll talk about not not because of not just because of skydiving, but like that doesn't really show your hometown. Oh, that's true. Unless she's from the skydiving capital of the world. That's true. We don't know Which, that. Which she is actually from. She's from Cumming, Georgia. Cumming, Georgia. Yeah. So it could be. I have no idea. I don't know anything about Cumming, Georgia. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that'll wrap up this episode. And uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. With a little love and some tenderness, we'll walk upon the water. We'll rise above the mist. With a little peace and some harmony, we'll tear the world together, we'll tear